podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to Across the Pond MLB Podcast, part of Across the Pond Sports Network. Don't forget to drop us a rating and review after the episode. Check us out on social media and on our website at atpsports.net. Hey, everyone. We're back with Across the Pond MLB podcast. I am Jay Shabalkum, and I'm here with my lovely co-hosts, Tracy and Molly. How y'all doing today? Hey. Yeah, all good. How about you? I am doing well, doing well. Um, Just uh, back in the swing of things, just training and ready to go. Excellent stuff. So what are we going to kick off? Let's kick off today. Let's kick off today here. Power rankings yeah. have just come out, and the Bosox are now top of the power rankings. They were in number two last week, but they, I think, they swept the Orioles this weekend. So, or no, sorry, they didn't because there's another game today as we're recording. But they have won the, their games over the weekend against the Orioles. Uh, and the Giants had a massive jump from eight till two. Who saw that come in? Nobody saw that come in. And yeah, they've just continued on a streak, haven't they? That is seeing... Uh, see, even Dougie's not happy about it. Yeah, seeing them above the Dodgers all the time. What's that about? Dougie What's just going on? really doesn't approve of that at all, does he? No. Oh, he's, he's really not no. happy about it, though. <laughs> A's actually have jumped up quite high. They've jumped from 11th to 5th again. Didn't see that happening. No, these are all people I put right at the bottom of my yeah, pile. Yeah, how are your predictions looking now? <laughs> We're all over the map right now. Oakland, Oakland. Yeah, it's still early days. Is I will say that it is. I know we are like a month in, like you know, well over a month in, but it's still early days. Yeah, well, see, there's Dougie still men- like you say, we're a month in. We've still got lots of time to go in this season, so. I think it's all right as poking fun at our own predictions, but to be reading too much into it, I think it's far too early. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm hoping and praying anyway. I think I said I said to Brave to my boyfriend the other day. I said, you know, the Dodgers have been on a real losing streak. Where I think we're something like 18 for 17 now, but that means that we can still win over 100. Like that. That's how. That's how you know. We're not that far in, so... Well, the Mets are currently top, which I'm happy about. Yeah. Again. Again. Hey! (laughs) Don't be mean. (laughs) Um, And the Yankees seem to be picking up. They were sort of relishing near the bottom of their standings last week when we recorded, and they're now over 500. They are 18 and 16 now, so... Yeah, 18 and 16. Yeah, three and a half games behind the Bosox still, though. Mainly to do with injuries and stuff? Or... I don't know. There have been quite a few injuries. Injuries are not my friend right now, but that's another story. I'm just flicking through the injury reports. There are a few for the Yankees. Not like... I just mean like the way that the, you know, they've been the the 
sort of power standings and whatnot have been so wild i, I think it oh, might be because sort of, of upside downness um, of everything yeah yeah uh, i think it might be because of injuries all over the place i know the dodgers are suffering quite bad at the moment we're still missing Bollinger. i don't know when who's coming back things like that yeah there are quite a few injuries at the moment i know like braves don't have travis darno at the moment because he broke uh, sorry sprained his thumb He's now undergone surgery, looking at four months yeah. out, I think. Yeah. DeGrom left a game as well the other day. Didn't yeah, you yeah. It was last night he left. and Yeah, his MRI came back clean, but he's going to be placed on injury list, though. Yeah, he's gone on to the 10-day IL, as it's now called. Well, that's not that's not a bad thing, and you know, I guess. Yeah, so they're talking about earliest activation will be May 21st for DeGrom. Do you know what? Anytime anybody says activation, all I think of is like like uh, Transformers or something. <laughs> it could just, it seriously makes me think of like when they're like, you know, oh, De- DeGrom's been activated. It's like, I just imagine him like powering up. You know? uh, it makes me think of um, Doctor Who. Yeah. But that's my inner geek, I think. Yeah. yeah. I've got a question for you to think about while we're on our first ad break, guys and girls. Does a no-hitter in less than nine innings still count as a no-hitter? I'll let you think about that while we're going to adverts and we'll come back with that and more when we get back. So we are back, guys. So thoughts. Does a no-hitter in seven innings still count as a no-hitter? I personally think if it's classed as a full game by MLB... Yeah. Then same. Yeah. I think if it's rounded up like a and packaged like a full game, then yeah, it has to, right? Because it's something that's completely out of the players' control. This rule for like last year and this year that on the doubleheader it's seven innings, so it's still a complete game. Yep. In sort of the legal terms. I don't know. The the rulings are there. You know what I mean. And the reason I bring this up is because there have been another two no-hitters this week. It's crazy. I Honestly, I know we've talked about it a couple of times, but like, I really, really think the the balls are geared towards pitchers this year. We ha- I haven't seen as many home runs, whether that's just due to, to injuries and stuff, as we say, or, or what. But and then and then we're seeing a, a complete rise in no-hitters. I don't remember one last year. I mean, uh, no, actually, I remember one. But that was it. And we've had how four. many already this four. year? Like we're already this year. Yeah, I think the league did say before the start of the season the ball's makeup has been changed. I think they've deadened the ball. And I think it, I think it's helping pitchers somewhat. I don't I, I don't necessarily know the physics and stuff behind that. Yeah, but I, I... yeah. The, I mean, the balls do look a lot a lot liver, livelier, and they're they're definitely moving pretty good. You know, a lot of pitches. I was I. Cedric had got fooled on a, on a curveball against Seattle that it just made him fall down. I was like, I had to mess with him. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> he literally swung out of his shoes, just laid on the ground. I was like, man, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> but uh, these the pitchers definitely got some balls that are definitely seem to be moving pretty good. When you combine that with the shifting that's out of control with the game, the different metrics that they have, it's definitely changing the game. But, you know, the, the superstars are still getting their, their hits. You know, the Trouts and those guys. But it's just the middle, the middle of the road guy, the guys that that just aren't having the season that they're used to being paid for, you know. Yeah, Francisco Lindor, we're looking at you. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, from what I sort of know, just from looking at the game, I would say there's certainly been fewer home runs this year than in previous seasons, and more no hitters this week. There was. John Means 
for the Orioles and Wade Miley for the Reds. That was a good one. I like the. We were watching the Orioles one. It was that was a good one. That was you know that was a good one. It was, but there was like I said, there was two others. One was a seven inning double header no hitter, which is why I asked the question earlier. And the other one, I believe, was a, a nine inning no hitter. I think if we class in those, we are looking at. I think it's like six this year. Well, right? for no hitters. Yeah, if we class the seven inning mm. ones. Which I personally would. I think it's like I think we're looking at like six now. It's some. It's around that number. But in the first month, that's a hell of a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot, right? And then for ho- I don't remember there being that many last year. No. Most definitely not in the whole year. For, for home runs, how many months are we into the season? Or what? What's the season range right now? We're at probably what percentage? April first. So we're like a month. Month and ten. And, and the league, the league leader in home runs has got ten. You know, <laughs> right yeah. now, like. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he carries on that pace. Yeah, 40. 40. What, do, what do we say over what was going on earlier? What was our prediction for the most homers? Do we have a prediction? It was around the like, 50, 50, 50 60s, 60. wasn't it? Yeah, because last year so, the yeah. ball definitely seemed to be coming off the bat a lot harder and sort of definitely homering out the field. I don't care if that's not a technical term. I've just made it up. It, <laughs> it seemed to be going further and faster last year than it is this year what i think i'm trying to say because last year last year the home, the home run leader last year was what trout or Cunha? who who hit the most last year mm, i think it was trout i think Corey seager was in second but it might have been trout or but you've got to remember last year's stats won't be that's entirely true yeah that's not correct short yeah. season yeah that's true yeah that's then... just can't cancel cancel 2020 <laughs> oh definitely for everybody no no i'm good thanks says Molly oh, yeah. Dodgers. <laughs> my 2020 champions world but series if you champions, look at 2019 if you're looking at an equivalent season pete alonso got um the most home runs and he got 53 in 2019 that could and be tough to get to this year yeah in the al it was jorge Soler, and he got 48. Yeah, because in, because because in baseball, like that long season, guys start losing their legs or yeah. they, the bat, you know, and the season gets long and drowned out. And it's like that bat, that bat speed kind of comes down a little bit. You're not just as fresh. So pitch is going to going to get better. Yeah, usually after all-star break and then they'll pick back up the teams that get ready for playoffs. Those teams start kind of coasting a little bit. Yeah, there are teams that just completely give up and there are teams that sort of feed off the buzz that's surrounding them. Like, oh yeah, they're definitely going to make postseason. And I think this year with actually having crowds in the stadiums, it will make a big difference to the energy levels in the team because they they will feed off each other. Yeah, I was watching the Braves game yesterday and they had 100% attendance. Well, yeah, it didn't help the Braves on Friday. I took my daughter to the game on Friday. It was packed and they got smoked by the Phillies. <laughs> it was. I was like, man, what yeah. is going on here? You're thinking that it didn't help no. the Braves at all. No, I can't imagine. it. I don't know if it helps much, but I just mean, yeah, it's, some people do feed off it. And I, and I did think yesterday we were watching the Braves game and they had 100% attendance. Dansby Swanson hit a home run. And the crowd going mental, I just, I, I, you know, I turned around and said, that must be such a, like, welcome feeling after yeah. last year of hitting home runs and there not being any sound yeah, other that, than this that fake, canned, you know, crowd noise. Yeah, that, that must be so, the like, buzz. 
that must be so satisfying this year yeah I think New York are going to full attendance from June, sort of mid-June. Well, I know Rose Fan Boyfriend's dad was saying, uh, he lives in Atlanta, and he was saying that they're offering they're offering COVID jabs in order for like you to get, like, uh, in Atlanta, they're offering, as, a, as an incentive to get your vaccination, you get money off your ticket and things like that. So that's a good... If you go for your vaccine at at the stadium either Yankee Stadium or City Field they'll give you a free ticket for another game yeah yeah that's yeah that's something similar at the Braves game Jaysha did you get your vaccine there I small certainly did not well, not, <laughs> not even to save not, yourself a few dollars no no I'll pay that money no it, it was I did see a sign they were doing the vaccinations at the stadium but I didn't know where what was it you know I saw that I didn't know if that was specifically on Friday but I know that they're they're, they're talking about that I think it's a good incentive. I don't. I, I mean, I still don't agree with the fact that you guys need incentives, but but the incentive should be you don't want to catch COVID. But yeah, like I, I'm glad that they are offering incentives and that teams are able to contribute. Um, to that I know somewhere. in New York, yeah. the rule is going to be that if you are unvaccinated, you have to social distance. If you are vaccinated. You do not have to social distance, but whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, you still need to wear a mask unless you're eating or drinking at your seat. Yeah, and the Dodgers are doing vaccinated sessions, so they've actually cordoned off. A, yeah, they've actually cordoned off a part where if you, if you're vaccinated, then you can go um, and be you know free. Yeah, it's going to be the same in New York. Um, so how do they know? So they're going to have people just having their their badges um, out, like I'm vaccinated. I belong they, here, or. I know in New York they issue like vaccination cards, certificates. So you would just show your vaccination certificate at the gate or when you pick up your ticket or whatever. And then I don't know, it might be a wristband or something like that that you wear to show that you are vaccinated. But either way, I know in New York, like I say, that you you'll you'll still have to wear a mask regardless unless you're medically exempt. You still should you still should just wear a mask. I mean a lot of people was not yeah. wearing masks at the game. Oh, like, don't oh. that drives me. <laughs> we had one of the guys came into work today and he had it literally like sat around his chin and i turned around to him and i said dude (laughs) we've been doing this a year okay you either wear it or you don't 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 half wear it okay you either wear it properly over your nose over your mouth or you don't do you you know what's funny like do y'all subconsciously do this like when you have your mask on and you pull your mask down (laughs) to hear what you say (laughs) it's like like you can't hear he's like what'd you say like, <laughs> you're listening like like pulling your mask out is gonna make but you i never better. realized how much i relied <laughs> on lip reading until mask thing i yeah. rely a lot on lip reading what she's saying is she's realized she's clinically <laughs> yeah, deaf yeah she's a bit old a bit deaf and and, and the masks don't help anyway <laughs> gotta go to go go to the ear doctor check yes, it out i think i, I seriously think i might have to Anywho, so this weekend in the US, it was Mother's Day. Ours was earlier in the year in the UK, but this weekend it was Mother's Day. So a lot of the players, they had their pink bats and pink sleeves and cleats. And and I will ask you to name me a better duo than Will Smith in pink Packers gear. James McCann. I'll wait. James McCann. And he's got such a lovely story as well. He has two twin boys and they were born 
prematurely and we're in a neonatal unit. And so every year the McCann family donates gift cards to local neonatal units. They, under normal circumstances, they would go and visit and to sort of inspire them and say, look, there is hope. We got through it and I hope you can too. But because of COVID that they've um, had their sons writing letters to families in local neonatal units, which I think is really cute. Oh, and they, they said that on Mother's yeah. Day, did they? And That's nice. Yeah. The, um, I know the uh, reporters, I was watching the Dodgers game last night and yeah, the reporters were um, giving all of the sh- shout outs to all the mums. And I loved the Braves lineup. They released the lineup and it, it wasn't like, Ronald Acuna Jr. It was like such and such Aww, a son. That's cute. Like, like they, mm. yeah, like they, they. It was like the whole. It was like every mum's name, and it was like such and such a son. So it was like such and such a Zunia Jr. Like yeah, a, a Zunia's son. Which is and really, really I think nice. if it's the same as Father's Day, they normally auction off things and donate it to breast cancer charities for the for the mothers and prostate cancer charities for the fathers which i think is a nice way of uh, giving back to the community yeah that is good yeah the, the pink bats is a cool cool deal every i know they yeah. raise a lot of money for breast cancer and stuff it's really good really cool us the home runs uh cedric actually cedric mullins for the orioles actually hit a home run and came to the camera and said he said hey mom like <laughs> i was like he's Aww. doing it for his mom and I think Freddie Freeman. It was pretty good. I was like, okay, man, this was up. Do it, do it for mom. <laughs> I saw, I saw that Mookie and quite a few of the Braves had like the pink, yeah. uh, like sleeves on, compression sleeves. Mm. They had like, hey, thanks, mom, or hey, mom, on them. Yeah, they? one of the Diamondback players, instead of like eye black, they had stickers, and it said like heart you, mom, on, on like each side. Yeah. Oh, that's Which so I sweet. thought was dead cute. Oh, I love how much you do Mother's Day over there because uh, over here is like, here's a card, here's some flowers. <laughs> thanks very much. <laughs> uh, so it's not it's not big like that over there. Well, not not really. Like, mm. I guess like some people really try, but yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> my mum's like, don't, my mum's like always just like, oh, don't. Yeah, because the, the price of cards and flowers <laughs> always we, stuff we, around these. It's big business in business in the US commercializing everything. We we go crazy with all like every when you grocery it's like, store it's like valentine's day like yeah. we don't necessarily like go crazy for valentine's no. day over here anymore for me it's the day after valentine's day when all the chocolates reduced <laughs> yeah valentine's day is a little stressful for guys over here it's like oh what's the day <laughs> oh man golly what i gotta do now i gotta <laughs> but now uh, you go you go into the grocery store every month there's like oh i can see halloween's coming up oh, they started to put it ahead of, you know oh Valentine's Day is coming. They Halloween, start selling. yeah, I think Halloween and Christmas are the two that I think we actually yeah, do go for over here. Over here, the grocery stores they put out things so so early, so early, yeah, yeah. Like, to the we point where to the point where Christmas was done, yeah, and like people will post pictures on Easter Facebook eggs. and stuff of like Easter stuff that goes up, yeah, on, like, like the chocolate Easter eggs. January 1st. Yeah, like you can get mini, you can get mini eggs like the day after Christmas. <laughs> Do y'all celebrate Cinco de Mayo? Not really, no. No, I, I yeah. would love to, though. It Which, looks like such a good holiday. But the crazy part about it is Mexicans don't even, like, in Mexico, they don't even <laughs> celebrate like us in the no. U.S. This is like, I was living in Mexico, it's like, you Americans, man, you and this Cinco de Mayo, we don't even, like, celebrate <laughs> that like that. That's just y'all's thing. It's like, just that's like just an, an excuse for y'all to get drunk and drink tequila, yeah. you know? 
Well, it's like St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day, I've never been to a St. Patrick's Day in Ireland, but I imagine it's probably bigger oh, in the US. It definitely is. I've been in New is. York on, on St. Patrick's Day and it, it yeah. is chaos. Yeah, and I can't imagine it's the same in Ireland. Like, I imagine they probably go out to the pub yeah. and get a bit drunk, but, like, I don't imagine they actually, but not like, fully... Every day, same But not like a full-on sesh like they do in, like, New York. Yeah, yeah. They paint the they paint the they paint the river. Yeah, they green put like food coloring stuff, and like. stuff in the river to make it bright green. See, the, Ireland just don't bother with that. They just go and get drunk, and they're like, "Yeah, we're here to get drunk." Like, <laughs> but since when do the Irish need an excuse to get Let's drunk? Not bother with it. So, says yeah. she that's half Irish. That. So I'm only I'm only drunk half the time. Anyhow, <laughs> this week there was some really sad news. If you are an Angels fan. And that was basically the Angels sacking effectively Albert Pujols. On his final year of his contract, they released him. Lots of upset players. Oh, I feel like it's a bit tight, though, because, like, he's never, he's not going to get that, like, you know, like. That final farewell. Yeah. Yeah, that, like, retirement game, you know, where the. you know, it's kind of all to play for because or, it's their or the last retirement game and... tour where they go around and say goodbye to all the fans at the different stadiums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they've just yeah. kind of gone oh, away with that. Like, just do one. It's kind of yeah. As a player, I mean, he's played been mm. playing a long time, but it's also it's kind of like I mean, if it's his final year, he's probably was in his mind planning to retire probably or you know after this year anyway because no teams probably yeah. wasn't going to sign him, and so just finish out the year see what yeah. happens I mean he's, he's been a leader in that locker room and you know sometimes it's good to have that leadership you know you really can't put it sometimes guys aren't having in the stats and you want guys to play but you, know, you can't put a, a leadership you'd think that the angels would at least then just kind of bench him like until the you know the last couple of games or whatever you know when it he wants to come out and say goodbye and do all of that I, d- I don't yeah but that's taking up a valuable roster spot unfortunately if you're looking at sort of the the money of the game yeah, I suppose, but i just it's just really not it's just not nice is it to think that like you're just out on your it doesn't sit right yeah, it's, it's yeah it's messy it's, it's very, very messy yeah, it's not very British. It's not very polite. Breaking up like a bad, messy breakup is like, hey, man, that's it's going to be messy no matter where it goes. But it would have been better just to yeah. kind of smooth it out, you know. But yeah, I know, I know Trout, yeah. Trout, Trout was definitely upset about it because, you know, Trout was, he's been, you know, a mentor to Trout since Trout came up. So they were very, very close. And, uh, you know, he was mm. visibly very upset about it, you know, and I'm sure Albert Pujols is a stand-up guy. You know, he's not one of those kind of guys, but, you know, he, you know, he's going to be all right. He's got plenty of millions, he's got a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it just doesn't look good. And No, and no matter how much money you've got, like, that, that that's still going to, like, you can still be hurt and you can still yeah. be, like, upset yeah. about and I was reading on Twitter that he's got a deal sort of after for after he retires to go back and do stuff with the Angels. And I don't know whether it's commentating or what, but he's he's still going to be earning. Do, do y'all think he should have, like, if he would have stayed a Cardinal? Like, I mean, obviously, this would have been a lot different. You think he could have just, his he would have been more, his career would have been more of a, he would have seen in a bigger light. I mean, I still think he's going to have, have been a Hall of Fame at some point, but it's kind of not a good way to remember your last that's, year, you know. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, if he gets put in the Hall of Fame now, it's going to be a bit of a bittersweet taste to kind of put an Angels jersey there, isn't it? Like, 
he probably will end up in a cards jersey there, I guess, or something, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's quite funny. I didn't think that he'd been an angel for as long as he had mm-hmm. been. Because when I started watching baseball, he was a card. And in my head, he has been for a lot mm-hmm. longer than he's been an angel. But but I think it's the other way around, actually. It's just like... He's been, he's been more years now? Like, it's, he's been... Or about the half and half. It's about the same. It's I think it's 11 years now at the Angels. 10, 11 years. Wow. But That's in my head, he, he's been a card for longer and i don't know like i say i think it's because that's when i started when i started watching baseball Mm. in 2006 he was a card then i don't know i just can't sort of see him at the angels for that as long as he has been it's just mad where does the time go guys where does the time go? the time goes to an ad break i believe (laughs) it does it does swift transition there Oh, I'm proud of you, Mo. Yeah, we will be back very shortly with some more stuff. So we will see you in just a few minutes. So we left talking about Albert Pujols, which was really quite sad. But let's talk about something a bit happier. I know, Jason, yeah, so, you had something you um, wanted to talk about. I'm a big fan of Juan Soto, um, even though you know he plays for the Nationals. But I think I love seeing lefties, lefties with power. He's back. He came back last week, and uh, he's kind of getting himself back into the swing of things. He started out over three, but then he got us. He started got a hit a bomb against the Yankees this over the weekend, and uh, he's you know starting to see the ball really good. It's a four hundred and twenty four foot shot that had some really great exit velo of one hundred and ten miles per hour, and so he was two for five that day. And, and then after that, he struck out twice, but after that. He hasn't struck out, so he's been been seeing the ball good. I mean, he, see, he's just saying he's feeling good at the plate. So they're they missing that power in the lineup. So it's good to see see him, you know, back. And uh, I want to see what he's going to do. Yeah, I quite like watching him too. He's a he's a good player to to watch, and his swing smooth. is smooth. He's just like he's good to like uh, like yeah. analyze when you're actually trying to. Oh, definitely a good guy to watch. That, yeah. that, that was what I meant by this motion. Like, <laughs> just dabbing for no reason. Smooth. <laughs> He's a big, he's a big, he's a big guy though too. So it's like, yeah. you know, just power. To, to see a, a big lefty with that, that kind of power and just that, like you said, that smoothness, <laughs> you know, with good launch angles. Now, that's definitely a recipe for some bombs. I know we touched earlier on injuries, but has anyone noticed there seems to be a lot more injuries this year than than last year? You- that are like non. COVID yeah, do you think it has something to do with like COVID and the fact that I guess people, I mean, they were still playing last year and they played an intense season. Like, um, they had the same period of off season as the rest of as as any other year. So I don't really know why it is, but but maybe it is just kind of to do with COVID. Everybody, yeah. outside of working out and doing it could be you know sometimes you know with baseball players or have routines i mean it's it's definitely a routine based type you know sport and and you have your season you have your off season you go take some months off to get you know spend time with your family you know then you know after christmas january some guys hit a little bit but the veterans once you get into the league and you've been around for a long time you know that you got to preserve your body the younger guys at the end of the season september they're back in the cages they're hitting they're like but the veterans and the older guys are like, yo, we, you know, we need to spend some time and spend time with the family. And then, you know, but again, with COVID, you know, different gyms and things like that being open and guys kind of doing their own thing. You just never know. I mean, it could it could definitely have an effect. 
And like I say, like, what, what, what else are you to do? Like, other than like, obviously for, for any of regular body, yeah. I've just been sat at home eating. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, what, what else are you supposed to do? Yeah. Like when nothing's open and you've got to try and stay away from people and this, that, and the other, like, I, I get it. If, if they have been just kind of after their workouts, yeah. then sat at home seen, seen, or whatever, you know? Oh, I've, I've seen uh, like guys like Freddie Freeman with, with their spouse, like they have like, he had like a little tea set up, you know, at, with their little family house and just outside hitting in the backyard, just like, like a kid, you know, hitting some batting practice into a net, you know, off a tee. That's <laughs> all you can do when you're home with your family. Yeah. Yeah. And I would imagine because of travel restrictions, there were a few fewer players traveling to like the international winter leagues and things like that. Yeah, and I suppose. Yeah. Last year, because there was no real spring training to speak of, it sort of stopped and then it, then it became sort of spring-summer training and then the shortened season. It knocks everything out of routine, like you mm. say. Yeah, so I think that probably is a factor to it. And I think another another factor is maybe, I don't know, with... I don't, I don't know what the COVID protocols with things like physios and um, PTs and things like that over there is, but I guess maybe if they're not getting as much attention by a, a physio or what have you because of covid or because of close proximities and things like that then maybe that maybe that's also got a factor so i guess covid might be a factor in the long run but yeah i don't, I don't know um there does seem to be quite a lot of injuries this year and to, to really key players as well so it's a real shame to see yeah i mean being able to eat better like eat you know you say it at home you start ordering mm. the uber eats and the different door dashes and like eating a little yeah. bit bad like you normally wouldn't yes. do that but there's nothing open you gotta order so what you can yeah you can't see it <laughs> fucking in my stomach right now <laughs> molly's been very naughty with things like uber oh, eats leave it out bruce's <laughs> one boyfriend told me off enough for that leave it out well i'm like your other mother so i'm allowed <laughs> i've decided have you guys seen any probable pitching lineups that have interested you at all this week i know i've got two that i want to see and they are both mets related and they're mets orioles games actually first one is on tuesday marcus stroman against john means yeah and then on Wednesday, there is the return of the Dark Knight, Matt Harvey, to New York City Taiwan against Tywan Walker. And Matt Harvey, that's good. And let's just say that Matt Harvey isn't very popular with Mets fans. For those that don't know, there was quite a bit of history where he, at one point, went out to the club with some girls and then said he couldn't come to the stadium the next day because mm. he had a migraine. <laughs> indeed and it's like yeah but there were reporters that saw you out clubbing mate we know you're lying <laughs> yeah we're we, we girls and out partying and drinking and then then he amazingly had a migraine the day mm. after you know what it's like even when you're a pitcher yeah. if it's your off day you're still at the stadium in uniform he was like no i'm not pitching so i'm not coming because i've got a migraine Wow. Okay. And and that was kind of the beginning of the end for Matt Harvey. And also on Wednesday, which looks like a really good matchup, if you're a non-interested party, you've got Zach Wheeler against John Lester, Billy's Nationals. That that could be a really good matchup, I nice. think. I haven't seen any really that I comment on. I don't even know who the Dodgers have got this week, actually, thinking about it. Let me have a look. 
Oh, the Mariners. With all these blooming injuries, it, uh, this, this mm-hmm. guy TBD, TBD. He's playing a lot of games. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've got Mariners and Marlins, the Dodgers have this week, and the Braves have got the Blue Jays all the way through to the Brewers on Saturday. So, Which reminds me, did you hear that the Blue Jays are moving back up to Buffalo at some point in the next week or so? Possibly two Wait. weeks. So, so hang on. They're in Florida right now, right? Yeah, they're in Florida at the moment. And then they're creeping their way back up to Canada. <laughs> well, sort of. They're in Buffalo. Yeah, but I New mean, York, they're going so... upwards. Yeah, why, 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 why don't they... They're going north, yeah. Like, what, why are you stopping? I mean... Yeah. They can't. Canada, they Canada. can't be- because of COVID and... It's- immigration yeah controls. the canadian borders won't let the visiting teams come to them so they'd have to like be visiting all the time yeah because they would have to self-isolate for 14 yeah. days when you're only there for a couple of days that's gonna yeah. screw things up yeah. a bit and and you have to play like two or three series in the 14 days prior to being there for two mm. days yeah it doesn't yeah. Really work does it Definitely. so i guess I quite liked them in Buffalo, though, and I quite liked what they did with the minor league stadium up there and the improvements that they mm. did to it last year. Um, mm. But apparently they're doing it partly because of the weather, because it's sort of tropical storm season coming up in Florida, and also because of the increase mm. in COVID cases. Oh, not good. Yeah, because over sort of spring break ah. and everything like that, when everyone was flocking to Florida... The COVID cases have gone up. Well, that's up. really sensible of them to do that instead of like, well, I was just about to say, actually, I was just about to say, like the Moreland, um, but that that's because they're there. But, you know, it's sensible of them to try and avoid it, like instead of, you know, putting off the start of the season like the Nats did for yeah. the Mets, you know. Yeah, well, I th- I think they're probably doing what's best for them and protecting their yeah. players for the long I think, term. I think that's sensible. I, it's, that's sensible. I wonder, like, it's got to gotta suck for the players Definitely. to have, like, homes in, in Toronto that is like, uh, I can't go home. <laughs> I want to I, I I, I go, I just want to go yeah. sleep in my own bed. Yeah, like, must, yeah. Must, I'm on the road. Yeah, that must be. It must be really, really tough on them. Yeah, because they've had to get like short-term rentals and things in Florida, and then they have to move everything up to Buffalo and take another rental up there. There are, of course, the families that are left behind in mm. Canada for those that are resident in Canada, and they like if their kids are in school and things like that, they might not want to disturb their routine. Yeah. So potentially not seeing their kids yeah. for most of the season. Yeah, it must be really tough for them, but hopefully, you know, hopefully mm-hmm. things can chill out soon. I hope so, because because from hold on, what from this time next week, pubs in the UK, you'll be able to drink I indoors. Know, I know. <laughs> we've got a reservation for reservation Monday. to the pub. <laughs> yeah, we've well, we've got a reservation for some well for my birthday meal. My birthday was in February, but yeah, he uh, he booked a table at a, a nice Sri Lankan restaurant, so I'm quite excited to try that. Yeah, so unfortunately, Molly won't be with us next week. No, I will not be. I will be actually going on a second date with my boyfriend, who I live with and own a dog with, but have only ever been on one public date with. (laughs) You know, he's not that bad. He's all right. He's all right. He hasn't killed me yet, so. And you've not killed him, so bonus. So there we go. So uh, Molly will be joining us soon after. Indeed, week after. But yes, 
for now i will sign off for two weeks thanks yeah so thanks for listening guys and we will catch you very soon it'll be myself and jason next week and then molly will be joining us again the week after so we will catch you then enjoy your week stay safe and have a good time whatever you're doing guys stay safe and we will speak to you soon goodbye you have been listening to across the pond mlb podcast part of across the pond sports network we have episodes dropping every tuesday so join us next week sports social podcast network